forgiveness for one's sins and we were mentioning the reason why a person won't make istighfar now to put it in layman's terms what is istighfar if you just have to translate it loosely to translate loosely istighfar means to say i'm sorry a person is telling allah taala i'm sorry i did the wrong please forgive me for the wrong that i did that is is to put it in layman word i am sorry i made a mistake allah you do not forgive me No one else can forgive. Now we are mentioning why a person would not accept. Why a person won't say sorry. Number one, the first reason is a person got fried. They don't accept that I made a mistake. So he won't say sorry. He'll even tell you you deserve it. He'll do a wrong to you. He'll break the law of Allah. He'll break the law of man. And you see, he won't even say sorry. Also, he won't say forgiveness. The second reason. We had mentioned why a person won't say sorry. He said when a person feels that nothing is going to happen to me, nothing is going to happen. Why did the past nations never make istighfar? Why didn't they seek forgiveness for their sins? When the Ambiya, every Nabi came and told them, "Istaghfiru Rabbakum, Istaghfiru Rabbakum, Istaghfiru Rabbakum." They said, "What is the punishment? Bring the punishment. Nothing is happening." So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, فَكُلَّنْ أَخَذْنَا بِذَنْبِهِ We took all of them to task. What happened to us? What happened to them? So much so that in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it comes even in the Quran. Allah says the people of Makkah used to pass the rooms of the Aad and the Samud. Allah told them, take a lesson. On one occasion, the Sahaba Ranu were passing in the rooms of Aad and Samud and they stopped at one of those places. Like what happens today, people go for tours. You want to see what happened there, what happened there. So Amr Ranu stopped. They even used the sand which was there. And this also said, where are you taking the sand from? This is the place where the azab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descended. Throw that thing away. So the people are passing through all these ruins. They're reading about it. 
What lesson are we taking from? What mistakes did they make? They mustn't make the same mistakes. It's ikhtar. So you'll only make ikhtar to a person who won't make ikhtar. Then nothing is going to happen to you. Allah is ghafoor or rahim. Allah is more merciful. Allah is forgiveness. Allah says clearly in the Quran, يَعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ شَدِيدُ الْإِقَامِ وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ غَفُرُ الْرَحِيمِ Yes, Allah is غفور الرحيم. Allah is also شديد العذاب. Allah is also very severe in punishment. How you know how you're going to meet Allah? When you're going to meet Allah, whether you're going to meet Him in the condition when He's غفور or when He's showing His رحمت, when He's going to show His عذاب. So a person must not have that pride. He may not feel that nothing will happen. But that the Ramadan was teaching us. What was Ramadan teaching us? Ramadan was teaching us, I'm going to speak about taqwa, so that you can get this taqwa. Why you weren't eating the whole day? No one was watching you. Why you wasn't drinking anything the whole day? No one was watching you. Allah is saying that the consciousness of Allah, that if I break my fast, I have to keep on qada. I have to make up for that fast. So why is it when you are breaking the law, you never think of the same thing when you are breaking the law of Allah? When you bring that haram, when you open that cell phone and you look at that haram, why you didn't think that Allah is also watching me at that time? That if Allah is not going to cheat me to task now, He's going to cheat me to task tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah. Every day in our salah we read Malik Yomidin. What do we say? The owner of the day of judgment. It's a meaning of judgment. Allah is going to judge us on the day. That consciousness has to come. And as long as that consciousness did not come, not like on the day of Eid now, the day of Eid will come, come. We finish, we forgot our salah, we forgot our, our Quran, we forgot everything, we forgot what are the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like we came out from the jail and now we break every law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So where's that consciousness? Where's that taqwa that has come into our life? So that consciousness has to come. Allah is watching me and Allah knows what I'm doing. How can I break the law? To illustrate this, he gives you an example. So as I mentioned that a person, why he breaks the law? Why he doesn't say sorry? Why he doesn't make his kifa? not worry about the consequences. He's not worried that something will take happen to me. Ask a worker who broke the law of the, of the, of the company. And he knows that I'm going to get fired. He knows I'm going to get fired. Finish. What do you do? He'll try everything to secure his job. He will even go and ask forgiveness from the boss. If he can't go ask, he'll ask someone else to intercede on his behalf. And please, he need this job. Why? Because he's worried. But when the boss breaks the law, he's not worried. No one is going to fire him. He's not worried at all. Why? Because he's not worried about consequences. So Allah is like Sahaba radiallahu anhu. Nabi Sallam instilled in them this quality that I'm answerable on the day of Qiyam. But before I mention the incident of Sahaba anhu, let's mention the incident of Mullah Rum Rahmatullahi. Mahmud Ghaznavi rahimullah was a great king in the past. One day he decided to wear normal clothing and go amongst his people. No one knew that he was a king. Anyway, he was walking with him among a group of thieves, robbers. He said, let me go and sit with them. So while they were talking, they decided we need to steal something. But each one must mention what good quality he got, how he's going to help us in hooting and stealing. So the one person said, I got such good hearing that even if an animal talks, even if an animal makes a noise, I can even recognize what the dog or whatever is saying. The second one said, I got such good eyesight that if I see something in the dark also, during the day, I can recognize who it was. The third one said, I got such strong arms that any wall also I can make a hole through it. The fourth one said, I'm so good in climbing, I can scale any wall. 
The fifth one said, I got such good nose. When I smell, I can smell wealth. I can just tell you, you know, there's a lot of wealth here. And then they came to the king. They don't know he's the king. And they asked him, you know, we all told you about what, what good things we can do. What good in you? So he said, you see, my beard is such that when I shake it, even if you're standing in front of the judge or the executioner, when I say no, no, he won't do nothing. They didn't understand what is that he talking. He said, you saved. Once I see you, they also, you know, the, you're the main man. Now we can do whatever we want to. See, I said, you've got no fear. You'll do anything. And they said, now we can steal wherever we can go to the king's palace and steal also. We've got nothing to worry about. So you just have to shake your head and be saved. A man got no fear. So anyway, they're moving now. They talk, they're moving. But he said, where they're going to go? They said, we're going to go to the king's palace and steal. They don't know the king is with them. First lesson we learn from here, Allah is with you every day. Allah knows everything. Just like how the school is with you. Allah knows everything what we are doing. Whatever action we are doing. The second lesson we learn from that. The king knew that they were going to steal. He never did anything that time. Man must not think that Allah is not going to punish you. He's not going to punish you ever. Allah, Allah is just giving you respite. He allowed you to continue. Yeah, sometimes he will punish you in the dunya. And definitely he'll punish you in the afterlife. Just like how this king, he never did anything. They told him he's going to steal. He never stopped there. He just wanted to see what they do. And then they continued. And the person with the nose, he said, act, act. First, while they were walking on dogs out of barking. So the person who understood the animal, what was the dog thing? The king, the, the king is amongst you. The king is with you. Now who's going to believe that the king is with you? Like one person, he was stealing. He was stealing from someone. So the cop, cop. Or the police was passing me and asked me, what you do? He said, no, I'm stealing. So the police did. No one will tell the police that. So the police carried on walking. Nobody's going to tell the police I'm stealing. So now this person here also, he's understanding the animal is telling the king is amongst you. He said, no, no, the king can't be amongst us. He continued. He came to the king's palace. Now the person with the nose, he started sniffing, saying, lot of wealth. So the one person who, who could break through the wall, he broke through the wall. The other person scaled the wall. And they went inside and just stole whatever. Now they came there and they distributed all the loot. And he gave even the king also his portion. And the king, now also he knew where they stayed. He asked him everything, all information, who you are, what you are. He knew everything. Next morning now he told his, his security, etc. That this is what happened. And now you go and arrest him. Now when they all are brought in front of the king now, all of them are shivering. Shivering. He says that one person. Who could recognize someone in the night? If you saw him in the night, he was worried also. But he had a little bit of hope, you know. This is the same person who does also. Same person. He told us if he shakes his beard, shakes his head, we all say. So he got that fear also that he's worried what's going to happen. But at the same time, he had that little bit of hope. So in the end, the king decided they all must be executed. But as they walked away, this person who recognized him, he turned around and said, Oh, merciful king. We all told you what we can do last night. You also one who told us that you shake your head. We are begging of your mercy. We are begging of your mercy that please forgive us. They shake your head one time so that we can be forgiven. And the king said, he smiled. And he saw that they were remorseful. They were regretful. They were regretting that they made a mistake. And said, never mind, I forgive. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is waiting for us to come and say, I'm sorry. Allah is waiting for us. But we have to have that fear between that fear and that hope. We have to have that fear. Under the ayat, وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْتُونَ مَا آتُوا وَقُلُوبُهُمْ وَجْلَةٌ أَنَّهُمْ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ رَاجِعُونَ That people give sadaqah and give charity. But then they're worried. So Aisha Ra'anha told Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, maybe this verse is referring to those people who don't give. You don't do right. Say no. 
is referring to those people who they give their charities but they're worried. Ma Allah will accept it or not. So we have done, Alhamdulillah. Allah has given us tawfiq to make ibadah during the month of Ramadan. We read our Quran, we read our Salah, we will do all the good things. But we must have that fear. I don't know whether Allah will accept it or not. Who guarantee can me and you have guarantee that you can see definitely Allah is going to accept it. I'm accepting it. So when we don't have the guarantee, you have to always be fearful. And you always be And always you must continue. What is the test that we pass the test? Person went to the whole of university, any got his degree, everything. But after that, he doesn't know anything, whatever he learned, what you see. Oh, you won't study for a certain profession, but you're not doing that profession. You see, you wasted all those years. Likewise, this whole month you are trying to gain power to get closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It mustn't be on the day of Eid and then we are gone. We forgot Allah. So what type of love we got for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What we are showing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the whole month? Are we only seasonal Muslims? Or we are Muslims 24-7. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the opportunity of seeing this month of Ramadan. Our appreciation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that we will make dua also. And Allah ta'ala make us see many more Ramadans. We have to call Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we want His mercy. And that is by fulfilling every commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Ramadan and out of May dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us steadfast upon kamil iman. Allahumma sabitna ala al-iman. Amitna ala al-iman. Wahshurna yawm al-qiyamati wa al-iman. Allah keep us steadfast upon kamil iman. Keep us from this world with kamil iman. Let us wake up on the day of qiyamati with kamil iman. Wa akhirat da'wana and alhamdulillah. Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar. Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar. Allahu akbar. Ashahabu an la ilaha illallah. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على السلام حي على السلام حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الحمد لله القائم يا ايها الذين امنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافه ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان انه لكم عدو مبين ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله الذي ارسل الى الناس كافه بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيًا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجًا منيرًا صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليمًا كثيرًا كثيرًا أما بعد فيا أيها الناس نصيف ونفسي بتقوى الله فقد فاز المتقون وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولًا سديدًا وقد قال تبارك وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وذروا ما بقي من الربا إن كنتم مؤمنين وقال تبارك وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وابتغوا إليه الوسيلة وجاهدوا في سبيله لعلكم تصلحون وقال تبارك وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله والتمدوا السمى قدمت يقدم اتقوا الله إن الله قدير بما تعملون وقال تبارك وتعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله 
والصادقين صدق الله العظيم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بالآيات والذكر الحكيم إنه تعالى جبواد الكريم والفرهوف الرحيم الحمد لله القائل والسابقين الأولون من المهاجرين والأنصار والذين اتبعوهم إحسان رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه وعدلهم جنات تجري تحتها الأنهار خالدين فيها أبدا ذلك الفوز العظيم ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا مولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطل الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصيما فإنه لا يدل إلا نفسه ولا يدل الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم محمد رسول الله والذين معه أشداء وعلى الكفار رحماء بينهم تراهم قطعا سجدا يبتغون يبتغون قطعا من الله ورهانا سماه وجوههم من أثر السجود ذلك مثلهم في التوراة ومثلهم في الإنجيل كزرع أخرج شطعه فآزره فاستغلد فاستوى على سوقه يعجب الزراء ليغيظ بهم الكفار وعد الله الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات منهم مقرة وأجرا عظيما وقد قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذ مرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم ففي حبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فتبغضي أبغضهم وفير أمتي قلبي ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان ويتايز القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروني ولا تذكروني سيفن يوسف سنشور شولدس نسويتش أفعو سالفون لله الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا صراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله مثاء أحوى سنقلئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يقفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى 
Allah <laughs> 